Wagwan, my peeps, have you not watched Bob Marley One Love movie yet? Now's your chance. You have the opportunity to bring home Bob Marley One Love on digital now. Celebrate the life and music of an icon who inspired generations through his message of love, peace, and unity. Buy Bob Marley One Love Digital today and get over 50 minutes of behind-the-scenes footage and deleted scenes. Available at participating retailers, the movie is rated PG-13 and is brought to you by Paramount Pictures. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Style of Vibes podcast with me, Michaela. If you are coming back to the podcast, welcome back, family. If you are new here, welcome to the family, as I like to say. In the last episode, if you haven't listened, we talked about Caribbean award shows and our support for them. Closing out Reggae Music Month, which is February, we are talking about music conferences. So music conferences are all about industry growth and development. Usually Caribbean music is relegated to portions of bigger music conferences. But in recent years, Caribbean music industry leaders have created a few conferences to elevate the industry specifically for Caribbean uh, music industry professionals. Music conferences are really a great way to indicate that the industry is evolving for too long. And we continue to hear these conversations whispered behind the scenes and in public spaces about the need for more business training for those who work behind the scenes and more of a business-minded professional um, mindset for a lot of the artists. And while research and YouTube University definitely go a long way, there's also a number of books on the music industry and the legal industry and how it relates to music. Connecting with industry leaders and hearing it on a large scale about how music is evolving and how the Caribbean music industry can evolve is really imperative to the success of the future. I've recently seen in the past couple of years, there was a Jamaica music conference in previous years. And most recently, um, the Island Music Conference, which was co-founded by one of reggae's biggest stars, Shaggy. And he was definitely promoting it um, over the last few months. So it took place during February in Reggae Music Month as well. And previously, the Jamaica Music Conference, I believe, took place around the same time frame. But really and truly, music conferences serve multiple purposes. Its main objective is to gather industry professionals to talk about the future of the industry. And that includes technological advances, marketing tactics, music production, and creative development. It also serves as a personal connection point for those who are at the forefront of those changes. While anyone can really attend, those in the music industry that include artists, managers, lawyers, producers, event planners, journalists, and those who kind of keep the music business going, like streaming services, record companies, production companies, and other corporate and independent entities who engage in the cultural expansion of the music industry are really those who are in attendance of something like this. Oftentimes, events like these are for those who work behind the scenes. They really share their insights on specific curated panels. Um, Companies also attend as an opportunity to physically 
display new products and services, provide demos. So think of like beat makers and new, you know, um, products related to music, Serato um, for DJs, that kind of thing from a product perspective. Also, there's usually a performance artist showcase where you are often highlighting up and coming newer artists as well as um, some really popular artists. Uh, So it's a great opportunity for those who are new to the business, up and coming. It's a great way for them to learn, connect, and start building relationships as your career starts to develop. But also for more seasoned or those who have been in the industry for a while, it's also really good to just engage with your peers and never really stop learning. I think sometimes we get to a place where we're complacent with what we know and really afraid to kind of step out of our comfort zone and learn from each other and what's happening in the industry. So I think we have to get past that ego mindset and really be always in a space where we're learning and growing um, because we don't know everything. And it will also help inspire the next generation to see other peers there who are learning. And it's industry practice across every single industry, right? And for every sector of business that you can think of, there are these types of conferences where people either gather to learn and reconnect or seek out new opportunities uh, for their business and or services. Just thinking back on some of my own experiences with um, music conferences, as part of my college radio days, College Music Journal used to do a conference and that was really dedicated to music that was carved out for college radio. Um, So it really just gave us insights, other schools to connect with. And that's really how I started in just understanding what conferences of this nature really entail. As I've grown over the years, I've attended a number of conferences in various industries, including podcasting, blogging conferences, trade shows, and even just cultural movement conferences like CultureCon. We have seen big, major events sponsored by major networks like Revolt Summit. We all know South by Southwest is really where culture, technology um, really connect. And even conferences attached to big festivals like Essence Fest or Broccoli City Fest, And a lot of the ones that I'm mentioning are ones that are specific to here in the United States. But I think that the growth of seeing conferences in the Caribbean and more panels gives um, the region an opportunity to have some of this experience on a panel um, and really dive deep into how the impact from a global perspective and a regional perspective, which I think is amazing. Um, conferences in general can definitely be very overwhelming. So I understand even for an extrovert like myself, um, it's overwhelming to see all of the different people. Um, you take in a lot of really great information and sometimes you're not sure like what to do with it or how it applies to me. But, you know, here I'm going to share like a few tips of why, um, and how I approach conferences I really like to check out the panels beforehand before deciding to go. So a lot of times, a lot of these conferences, they'll either release their agenda about three to four months 
in advance and really identify why do I want to go. Um, Some cases, I just want to go to learn about what's new and what's out there and really just hear from my peers and industry leaders and get re-inspired. Other times, I'm looking to network and really build a connection with specific people, especially if they're on a panel or if I know my peers are going to be there and and it's an opportunity to reconnect and follow up. Networking is not necessarily about, you know, meeting new people and giving them your business card. It's also about how you nurture a relationship over time. So seeing your peers at industry events just like these, you guys kind of go to panels together, you discuss it afterwards, you discuss opportunities and ideas, and you have the ability to connect and follow up with one another, um, which I've done a, a number of times. It really does spark a lot of inspiration and learning. And a lot of times I'm learning new tips and tricks that I would never have learned or even asked for because I didn't know that I needed it. I think one of the the biggest points, especially if you're in a learning and growing phase of your career, it's really a great way to nurture the next generation of music industry leaders um, because so much has changed, so much is changing. But you can always take the wisdom and understanding and lessons from those in the business to really take it to heart and really understand why they did some of the things they did, how you can avoid them, and how it can contribute to your own journey. I did catch a small clip of um, Shaggy doing like some post interviews, post the Island Music Conference, and he was talking, you know, to Dutty Berry about, you know, the lack of local involvement in terms of attendance of the conference. You know, I I, I think it's interesting because, you know, there are two folds in terms of who is attending, who should attend. But I know some of the hurdles, especially for the region, could be, you know, they didn't know about it, ticket prices. Again, I can go back to that ego thing of people not really wanting to attend because, of ego reasons, but I think there is still opportunity. Of course, it was his first one. And then to be honest, I wasn't able to attend. I saw it pretty last minute too. Um, I just happened to see the Instagram post from someone else. And I was like, oh, okay, let me check out what this is about. And when I saw it and I saw the lineup, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great, but it's in like three weeks. So (laughs) I wasn't going to be able to fly from here to Jamaica and make the um, opportunity. But now that I know about it, and hopefully because it was the first one, I can put it on my calendar to make sure that I attend next year. But I think even having a small turnout, you could use it to your advantage, especially if you're someone who has attended. And even if you're someone who is a panelist, don't just come and be on your panel, like really stick around and get to understand other parts of the industry and learn from each other and that sort of thing. So don't take for granted that these people work in the same industry as you. There is an opportunity to network at every moment. So I think that those are some of the things that you know you could take away from it. But in terms of like attendance, I think it's important to really um, engage the consumers from a marketing and promotion of the event perspective. Really build that excitement as to why people should attend. There's so many ways that people can spend their time 
and energy. And of course, this is a learning and investment opportunity in your career. So you should want to attend just for that reason. You know, I don't think that the ticket prices were crazy, but that's just me and my availability. Everyone doesn't have the same level of investment. And even though there are decisions that they have to make from a financial perspective, this is part of that, you know? So they want to understand what is going to happen, how they're going to learn, and really um, targeting them in the right audience at the right time. So I think TV and radio are great avenues to promote, but especially if we're trying to tap into the younger generation, organic social posts is just a small way and word of mouth is a small way. You want to, with this next generation, create that FOMO, that fear of missing out. Like this is going to be the event that they should attend because one, there aren't a lot of opportunities like this that come to the island or the region. Make it feel like it's an experience not to be missed by continuous promotion. Paid social is a great way to do that as well as offering student discounts for the local university students and even promoting affiliate links for those who are speaking on the panel. Those are all things that I have seen have worked and are being done in some of the other conferences. Um, But again, I saw this last minute. I don't know how long it, it was being promoted, but I think that promotional period, and now that it's over, don't stop promoting the event. So your social handle should not be empty until the next time you have a conference rewind and come again with some of the content that was in the conference and sprinkle that throughout the year. Create that excitement and that buzz on an ongoing basis. Share learnings and tips and tricks. Like keep that social active. Like if you look at other conferences, that's really what they do. There are times where they kind of go a little bit quiet, but they don't go dormant. So don't go dormant during that time frame. I think the importance of this episode and even the last one is to really highlight that movements and progression is being made. Quite often we talk about and criticize that things are not happening, who can't do what, what other people should be doing, self-included, I'm including myself in that, but industry professionals and participants need to make an effort to promote and attend these events in order to see the industry continue to grow. So that is my time for today. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Let me know what you think. Even if you're not an industry head, I think that you guys would find this interesting. So let me know your thoughts. I'll see you guys on social. And until next time, Leah Tama peeps. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Style and Vibes podcast. If you like what you hear, and I know you do, share it with your friends and family. If you want more, make sure you visit styleandvibes.com and follow us on our social channels, Twitter and Instagram at Style and Vibes. Until next time, Leah Tommy Peeps.